0: The number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
1: Hello and welcome to Athletico Mints with me, Bob Mortimer. I hope you are enjoying happy times and good health. In particular, I hope your dishwasher is fresh smelling and running efficiently. Imagine, if you will, that you are relaxing on a massage table at a country house spa. The, ta- the table is soft and sheeted in Egyptian cotton. The scent of lavender and lemon oil fills the air and the gentle sound of Montenegrin waffle pipes fills your senses. And then you feel the rough touch of callous, warted hands clumsily pounding your buttocks. You open your eyes to see a short, fat, dirty, be-titted northern man leering above you. This is how me association likes it, mate. I'll have you back in a new no time. Please welcome my co-host. His name is Mr Andrew Dawson. Yeah.
2: Oh, Mr Dawson Mr. Dawson He lives in Sunland He lives in Sunland Got a little bungalow, Lovely fungaline Cos it is Mac and Chateau uh? Oh, Andy, Andy Oh, Andy Andy, Andy, Andy Oh, Andy It
0: might come in handy
2: well, one
3: day
0: If your isolation gets randy uh.
3: Good morning to you, Andrew. Good morning to you as well, Bob. And it is a morning, isn't it? It's just nearly half nine. It's far too early for it's Far too early. It's
1: crisp morning out there, isn't it?
3: Oh, it's a bit br- br- brisk. Is that the word?
1: You no, know, brisk is how I, um, how I run between um, my goals. Mm. Do you ever get a brisk waddle on?
3: Well, I've started running. As I told you in a recent episode, I'm doing the Couch to 5K challenge. And, oh, you're going to do a 5K? On, well, I'll get there eventually. I'm on week four. Yeah, of eight weeks, and uh, yesterday I ran for four minutes without stopping. Four minutes, two occasions. Could you do that? Could yeah. you do that?
1: I could if I only had to run twenty yards.
3: Well, it's not twenty yards; it's four entire minutes. So there you are.
1: Four minutes of running, and eventually
3: after eight weeks, the idea is that you do five k.
1: And will you raise m- money for women's health? That kind of thing. No, I'll just raise awareness. Awareness for, of your plan. Uh, awareness
3: plagues. of my um, yeah my my domination of the streets.
1: No, I know that you like travelling on the train, Andrew. Not really, but it's a necessary evil
3: to come and do this with you.
1: All oh, right. don't be so fucking miserable. I tell you what, you haven't told me to fuck off for a while. <laughs> no, <laughs> call me a shit, call me a shit. Oh, you fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, that's for fucking shit. <laughs> well, you got it. Right, so I'll, I've got you, I, I was travelling up to somewhere, Manchester, mm. and I was on a Virgin train. Oh, yeah. Um, and it gave me the idea for this quiz. I thought you might like a train quiz. Okay. Train it, catering.
3: Has it got a name?
1: Virgin Train catering quizzes: Pap bong, cheese pot, peanuts, ciabatta. Oh yeah! Give chili. Give me just a little bit more time. So, from cheapest yeah. to most expensive, or on reverse, the train? On the train, yeah. you're at the buffet. Is it? Is it three items? Three items. Good, yeah. Thank you. No, I wouldn't do four. You will. You'll return. No, the four. I'll, I'll not. I'll not. Mac and cheese pot, right? Ham and cheese, ciabatta, <sighs> Chilli chicken salad.
3: Ooh, God. That's tough. I'm going to say the chilli chicken salad is the most expensive. Then the ciabatta, Yeah. And then the mac and whatever it was.
1: Yeah, completely, you know, like totally wrong. <laughs> mac, have and cheese, any more mac and, wrong and cheese, pot 420. Uh-huh. Chicken chilli salad, four. Mm-hmm. Ham and cheese, chaya batter, £3.90. Not uh, a
3: lot between them, to no, be not, fair. No. <laughs> not easy. I think you... Not a lot of uh, wiggle room between the prices there. I would have
1: thought you might have got that right just by saying to yourself, all right, which would I like most?
3: No, no, uh, I went off with ingredients and I thought mac and cheese are the cheapest to produce so therefore it would be the cheapest to knock out.
1: It's the one you'd have bought though, isn't no, it?
3: No, I don't like mac and cheese.
1: What would you go? I'd
3: have gone for the chilli chicken pot. Chicken chilli pot. Yeah, that's what I would have got. I did a train poem last night, because I like being on the train. Go on, man, Give us it. A- the new Azuma trains promise a sleek, smooth ride, but I see you've unleashed a fucking yoghurt. Hacking away at the pot's stubborn dregs that cling to its grooved plastic base like your personal quest. How much yoghurt will be enough for you, you ignorant, noisy fuck? That were that <laughs> you was, angry, Andrew? That was a poem about one of my fellow passengers last night on the train. Oh, I
1: see. He got a yoghurt. Got
3: a yoghurt out, and he was determined to get every last bit of it.
1: You see, you're a psychopath. You've no, what is it, empathy thing? If you were eating a yoghurt pot, you'd think that, that the world was a dandelion and everything's I'd, sweet.
3: I'd have my tongue in there.
1: Yeah, but another person having a, a yoghurt, you think I they're wouldn't.
3: inconsiderate. No, there, there's ways and means of eating a yoghurt.
1: I eat them with my fingers. You often eat them with your finger. No. Dip your finger in no, and suck it off your finger? No. you
3: would never done I that? I think that's probably something that's come from you being a celebrity for over 30 years. You've been allowed to do things. You haven't been checked by no. anyone.
1: Where you've, is it, man? Busy you've
3: life. You've, to, you've been allowed to develop certain behaviours and no one said to you, no, that's not acceptable, Robert. But-
1: Crime Files. There are monsters all around us, hiding in plain sight. Who can you trust? Which one is out to get you? Are you safe for speaking to no one and locking yourself away from the world? Evil doesn't have a face. Evil doesn't introduce itself and give you fair warning. A small, smiling, innocent-looking fool might just turn out to be the bogeyman you feared as a child. The small Berkshire town of Kemble had a population of just over 800. A small, thriving high street and a reputation as one of the most popular commuter destinations for the London, the high street. The London, the high street, the middle classes. (laughs) Nothing much (laughs) happened apart from the annual Kemble Fair and the occasional visit of a tourist bus to visit the Stone Circle on the village green. That was until the 14th of June 2019 when a certain Mr. Dom Littlewood pulled into town in search of a Cowboy builder, he wanted to expose. No.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: It was shorty, wasn't it? Neil Hunt was the local nonsense potter and had his workshop come gallery in a small stone barn just behind the high street. He was at his wheel fashioning a nonsense pottery milk jug when Dom Littlewood entered.
2: All right, Chief. Nice little place you got here. What's the play? What's your angle? Excuse me? Excuse me for wondering this, but what on earth has it got to do with you? That's a friendly inquiry, son. What are you selling? What's your grift? What's your markup? I, I guess I'd have thought it was pretty obvious I'm a nonsense potter Selling nonsense
1: pottery at a very reasonable rate For the hours I put into each piece Now, can I help you with something? And if not, take a fuck-off notice And serve it on yourself
2: Wow, don't need to get cautionary on me I was just wondering Have you had any building works done on this drum? Yes of course I have. I needed the floor reinforcing for the kiln,
1: and those skylights installed so I could see what I'm doing here. Listen, do you want to buy a piece or are you just a cockney prick passing the time of day before the your crack
2: dealer turns up? I'm just looking for a builder. Wondered if you had a recommendation for me. Oh, what well, I used to I used a local man, Derek Phillips, a fucking
1: ape of a man, but he did his work within schedule and without, without playing a fucking radio all day. Oh, Derek Phillips, yeah. I'd like to have a word with him. Do you have his number, Andy, or an address? Yes, but I'm not giving it to you without his permission.
2: You could well be a Todd Warrior as far as I know. How oh, about if I was to buy one of these pointless nonsense vases? Would that loosen your pottery tongue? No, it wouldn't. Now, fuck off.
1: Dom grabbed a large elephant themed vase from the shelf and dropped it to the floor.
4: Oh, how
2: clumsy of me! Feel like talking now, pottery man?
1: fuck, hang on. What the what, what what the fuck are you doing? How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? That vase is worth two hundred fucking quid! You pay for that, sunshine, and what's fucking more, I'm calling the police! Neil picked up his mobile phone, but it was immediately grabbed from him by Dom.
2: Let's have a look through the contacts, shall we? See if there's a certain Derek Phillips in there. You tiny, bald fuck wallet! Give me my phone back or I'll fucking
1: thrash you to within an inch of your tedious life! At this point, Dom grabbed the largest item on the shelf... An orange and black wallender decorated with images of canine police <laughs> <laughs> canine police units. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no! Not the canine
2: sniffer dog centerpiece. Do you realize? Do, do you even have a clue how valuable that piece is? Well, maybe 200, Nicker. You will take a pony? You cheeky little cunt! It's worth well over a thousand pounds and cheap at that price. You
1: should know that before you continue, that my wife's cousin Timothy owns a camper van
2: with flame decals and my... Godparent's son owns a shop that's allowed to sell bullets. (laughs) Very interesting. Ah, here it is, Derek Phillips Builder. Let's give him a bell, shall we? Don't you dare. Don't you
1: fucking dare, you little chimp. With that, Neil dived at Dom with all the force he could muster. The canine police bar shattered on the floor and the phone was thrust from Dom's hand. Dom pulled a Leatherman utility tool from his bomber jacket and thrust the Phillips screwdriver attachment into Neil's lower back.
2: Oh, fuck! 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 Fuck me, that's tart! What are you thinking
1: of, you little Todd sausage?! and my vase. Just look at it. Fucking look at it. All that work. Why me? Why is it always fucking little old me? I went to a Macmillan coffee morning yesterday and I once ran a 5k in aid of dogs with munch. (laughs) Dom climbed on top of him and switched his tool to the penknife blade. (laughs) What are you doing?
2: What are you actually fucking doing? (laughs) I'm Neil Hunt, nonsense potter. I'm fucking invincible. Oh, is that so? Well, let's see what happens when I gouge your eye out with his blade.
1: Dom slowly brought the blade towards Neil's right and main potting eye. Just as Neil could resist no more, the door of the pottery opened and in walked builder, Derek Phillips. I saw you uh, rang, and I was just passing, so I thought I'd pop in. Yes, get yes, fuck off with the storytelling, and get this fucking boiled egg off me! Derek picked him up and held him mid-hair. What do you want me to do with him, boss?
2: Bite him! You fucking bite him! Bite him all
1: over his shiny fucking skull, and then we'll lock him in the kiln until fucking pancake day! And as Derek's teeth repeatedly penetrated Dom's (laughs) head and face Neil looked to the sky and declared I'm Neil fucking Hunt And I'm loving my life (laughs) Dom was released from the kiln the following day When his film crew came looking for him He was unable to explain what had happened As his mind had flattened and reversed inwards Crime files
3: (laughs) Oh, blimey that, that, was, unlucky that was a good That felt like two equals coming together. Yeah. And uh, battling to the death almost. to the but death. But they just got chucked in the kiln <laughs> I've got a couple of questions from you, kids for you, Bob. Oh, great. Yeah. Question one. Do you like fast things such as a fast motorbike, fast music, or a fast bird? Or do you prefer slow things such as the slow pouring of treacle, a slow snail, or your slow brain? <laughs> Whoa, it's a good question, That's Andrew. what they've asked. I'm just it's a good this out.
1: question. I think I like to stare at slow things Slower emerging. Slow things, from at s-
3: your time life. That's probably yeah. what's yeah. more easier for you to you know, process. Thank you for that Second question. question, do you like big things, like a big tower, a big bridge, or a big lake? Or do you prefer tiny things, such as a tiny mouse, a tiny petal on a flower, or your... Oh, sorry, they've put tiny knob here. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't write these, I've just reading okay. it out. <laughs> You've got tiny... I like, um what
1: do I like best? I think I like big things. Big things? Big old lake. Okay. Yeah, I like the look sound of
4: okay. that. Hello, Robert.
1: Oh, hiya, guru. The guru
2: is near you. Do not be alarmed in that. All right, man, you need to shit your pants. I feel we've been making progress in stripping away your layers of ego and discovering the real and true Bob Moorman.
1: Oh, I think that's right. Hmm.
2: Are you feeling an occasional disturbance in your chakras, to be more specific, your night chakras?
1: Oh, do you mean with the toilets?
2: Oh, just generally, just generally... I'm not sleeping so chak- well,
1: Guru, no? if that's...
2: I think you've probably trained yourself to erect some emotional walls to help you ignore your disturbances at night. Right. you don't know what's happening, but I can assure you that's what's happening. Okay. Good. I'm telling you, man, the suckers are bouncing all over the place, man. <laughs> Here's a question I hope will dig down deep into your psyche. Do you own anything outright made from A solid gold, B massive diamonds, C standard diamonds? I'm not interested in anything you're still making monthly payments on. It needs to be something you own outright. Something I
1: own outright. Yeah, it's I've got a nice category. I've got a nice little um, gold-plated. Uh, Is it a solid gold? I don't think it's solid. No. no, move on then. What size TV do you own? I've got, uh, I'm currently using a 65-inch. Mm.
2: Yes, that's the problem, I think. You're looking outwards at the TV screen when you should really be looking inwards at yourself, right. you right. see. Do you think that TV would fit in the back of a estate <laughs> car? <laughs> or would it need a small van? Um, I got it back in my car. In so a car, it was, yeah. good, good. Yeah. If I was to take it away in a car, would I probably have to wrap it in a duvet for protection for the screen? Uh, would uh, it definitely fit. It definitely fit in the back yeah. of a car. Yeah. Is it hard to set up? Can you just plug it in? No, it's. And it yeah. auto searches the channels. Auto search. Oh, very good. Yeah. This will be in Crete, by the way. Will it work in Crete? <laughs> I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't. Excellent. Does your washing machine include a tumble dryer as well? Uh, no. Hmm, that's a shame. Um, is it locked into a fitted kitchen, or can it be easily removed? You could remove it quite easily. It's, it's,
1: it's you know, standing mm-hmm.
2: alone. I'll have that as well, then. <laughs> it's better than nothing. Uh, have you felt a shift in your chakras during this consultation?
1: Do you know, I think maybe I have. Yeah, a feel I feel quite balanced. I could yeah. see
2: it on your face. Yeah. Yes, good. So are you going to... made progress. I'll come round tomorrow for the TV. For the TV, OK. Uh, and the washing machine. Oh, you're going to take that? Well, I'll get a van. Them both. Thank you. The ghoul is departing from you now. Blah, 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 oh, he's, blah, gone. he's blah, going.
1: Going. No? Oh, I find him a terrific help, you know, Andy. Mm, good. Terrific That's, help. Yeah. You know, I made real progress under him.
2: Have
3: you got only one TV or two?
1: I've got a TV, bedroom TV. You should have in... told him
3: you've got two. He's getting a van though, so we'll fit <laughs> them both in. Don't worry about it.
1: I'll tell him when he comes. <laughs>
4: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
5: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: I've got a song. Um, it's, uh, I've managed to hack. Yeah. Can you hack a WAV? <laughs> I've I don't it, know because your Klop, department Jorgen Klopp has He's got a little recording <laughs> studio In his um, Of course he has In his bungalow mm-hmm. right Now it's that top one there Andy Right Called um, Klopp Hip Hop um, Right Oh yeah For sure I mean wow Give me a hug Come on Let's smile this one out I'm Jurgen Klopp I'm the leader of the Liverpool regime I'm Mr Klopp Plippy plop. I'm as cuddly as a kitten licking cream But when my ass gets itchy or unclean Oh yeah baby come here Put that dope cake down Come on for sure Let's make out in the boiler house Let's do hugs not drugs! I'm Mr. Klopp. Plippy plop. <laughs> I'm the savior of this football club. I'm Mr. Klopp. I overcome all conflicts with a hog. My trainers stink like a mixture of digestive biscuits. And the gammon in the sink. Oh yeah, for sure. Have you ever been to Dortmund? Oh wow, you'd love it. They got liberal in the sixties and never let go. It's as sexy as silk pajamas. Oh yeah. I'm Jurgen Klopp. Blippi plop. I'm the undisputed leader of the club. I sweat a lot, just like a cheap bacon in a lukewarm pot. <laughs> so that's what your organ's been up to. Yeah, that's lovely. TV wise, just to say, I've got you know the two big box sets at the moment on your iPlayers and hubs yeah. on your hubs yeah. is the Capture.
3: I've heard about that. What's that about then?
1: Oh no, it's pretty good, Andy. It's Seven com- and a half out of ten. Yeah, it's complicated, mm-hmm. but it's, it keeps it keeps you thinking. What's it
3: about then? Well, it's you've a- just said it's complicated. It's about it's too complicated to explain.
1: <laughs> it's co- it's about foreign forces interfering with CCTV footage. Oh bloody hell! Con- and causing a, ma- got a lot of grief to a fellow oh, by a wiry fellow. Poor lad. But, and there's that's an l-
3: coming down the line. That deep faking stuff. Have you seen it? Where they can put your face onto a video well, that's, or someone else? It's oh, all that is it.
1: It's all that. And then there's one on ITV. It's called, I don't know, is it called The Accused or something? You come don't across know. this one? No. Nah. Everyone was going uh, hoopla, dingily doo right on the Twitters about no, it. I've,
3: I'm not on the Twitter at the minute. I've, Are you? I've You've deleted the it, account. You, yeah. you do, sick right? Of, sick of looking at it. Never mind. Oh, the only TV I've been watching really is Five Gold Rings. was Philip Schofield. I don't know. Yet. Have you not seen it? Oh, it's Quid, really is it good. Yeah. Two couples, right, and there's there's a big floor with a screen on it and they've got uh, there's bits blanked out and they've got to identify where a certain thing would be on the picture gotcha. by putting a gold ring on it. Yeah. And the rings get smaller as it goes along and you win more money.
1: All right. Oh,
3: man, it's compelling.
1: Well, I've been doing my YouTube as well, obviously. Yeah. And I'm looking at um, survivalist stuff. I think everyone ends there. Yeah, you?
3: that's where we're all ended up. So I it?
1: can now make... Um, I'm
3: thinking of moving to Crete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know someone's <laughs>
1: great. I can't think who it is. The um, so what I so I can now make a candle mm-hmm. out of a tin of tuna, right? Really, out of the tuna, right?
3: Out of the just the empty can.
1: Tuna's in the can. Out of a can you of make tuna. A candle. Yeah, and I can also make a candle <laughs> out of um, a little baby bell.
3: <laughs> can you? Yeah. That seems easier because that's got a waxy exterior. Oh
1: yeah. So what you're going to use is the wick? cheese oh fuck off cheese
3: wick what you gonna <laughs> what, what the fuck are you gonna use it oh the little the little thing that you
1: pull to open it up go and have a look andrew go and have a look
3: oh go interesting look. i can see the direction this podcast heading unfortunately guess 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 me supper i want you to guess what i had for supper on tuesday night bob You've this new feature I've just introduced.
1: Oh, well, I'm going to say, it, just go with my first thought, Chinese takeaway. No, nope,
3: baby bell. Never mind. You had one baby bell? Yep. And that's enough for Hey, f- I'm not the one on trial here. That's enough for a big
2: old d- d- unit d- d- like d- d- you. D-
3: d- There's no collaboration. Okay. it's just
1: guess it. I mean, no elaboration on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, He's got to guess it, he got to get it
3: right, get it wrong. Game oh. over. Do you want even more high-quality content from us? Are you happy to bung us less than the price of a pint once a month for it? If so, you need to sign up to Club Parsnips. Go to athleticomince.com slash parsnips now and find out more. Each month, you'll get an episode of Athletico Parsnips that you won't hear anywhere else. You'll get your Mince episodes three days early and with all the adverts removed. You'll get an exclusive animation from the podcast done for us by the genius that is Ben Picks. And you'll get a compilation episode of the best bits from one of the characters from the podcast. There's also other occasional bits of bonus stuff, such as the video for our live show from a couple of years ago. Become a parsnipper now, and you'll be helping to support the podcast future. Answers to all your questions should be found at www.athleticomints.com slash parsnips and you can sign up at patreon.com slash mints Parsnips!
1: Gangs of the E.P.L. So as you probably know there seems to be some problems going on at Spurs Andrew mm. and as often the case is often the case it's gang related. Mm. There's been a big breakdown in relations between the White Hearts mm-hmm. led by Harry Kane and the Yodel Boys mm-hmm. led by um Vatongan, Jan Vatongan, Toby mm-hmm. and uh, his lot. yep Here's how it all started, right? So about three weeks ago, Harry called a meeting of some of the white arts in his little captain's office at the training ground. Right. Debbie, Eric and Harry Winks uh, were there. So, Harry. Right, gang. As you know, we will soon be making our Halloween costumes and I wanted to give you a safety talk well ahead of make day. Mm. Debbie. Thanks, boss. Winksy. Thanks, boss. Eric. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Boss. First thing, Debbie, can you hand me those scissors? Debbie hands Harry a pair of scissors with the blades, facing <gasps> Harry. Ooh. Right, gang, what has Debbie just done wrong there? Winksy. Oh, he should have slid them across the table. (laughs) No, Tinky Winksy, absolutely not. That could scratch the surface of the valuable table and much worse, they could overshoot and interfere with the tuft of the carpet. It could be bloody horrendous. (laughs) Eric, he should have thrown them. (laughs) Throwing scissors? Have you burst a thought tube and sent your senses to Pakistan? A sharp scissor blade could nick the skin of the catcher's hand or, much worse, scratch the surface of his retina. That could mean eye drops, and you know how much they can unsettle a man. Debbie, what do you say? I don't know, boss. It's upsetting me. It's making me hurt. <laughs> yes, <isn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> No need to get in a fluffy buffy, Debbie. This is a safety talk, not the Spanish ink and licorice board. The answer is simple. You must always hand over scissors with the handle facing away from you. I've got a pair of scissors for each of you to practice with. Well, as Harry handed them each a pair of scissors, there's a knock on the door, and they all say, If you want a clubhouse seat, first you must feel our ferocious heat. (laughs) So you join in, Andy. If If you you want a clubhouse seat, first you must feel our ferocious heat. The door opens and there is stood Crispin Erickson. Wind.
4: Hi, Harry, wondered if a guy
0: could have a word with you in private.
1: Excuse me, Crispin, barging in here like a shrill wind around a pretty kite, but this is Whitehearts HQ, and you're a yodel boy, and therefore our sworn enemy. I must say, you've got a bloody cheek.
0: I would like to join the White Arts. I've fallen out with Lord Fatongan and they've started picking on me quite badly, actually.
1: <laughs> that sounds awful, doesn't it, guys? Yes, very upsetting, says Debbie. <laughs> Back in his regular accent. Yeah. I would like to speak with you alone, Harry. The details of the
0: fallout are highly personal and knowledge of them may be tantamount to a
1: curse. OK, boys, go on. You wait outside for a moment and practice handing the scissors over properly to each other. Debbie. Oh, fucking hell, that's not fair. Come on, Debbie, do as you're told. (laughs) So they leave and Harry and Crispin are on their own. Right, spit it out. And this better not be a yodler's trick trying to spy on our Halloween designs or some such other stuff in Battenberg. Oh. <laughs> Last
0: week after training, the Tongan sent me a message to meet him in the boiler room behind the shower block. When I got there, he was with that ape, Alderweerweald. And that lunatic
1: Oreo. I bet that was quite distressing and intimidating, especially in such a noisy confined space as a boiler room. Yes, you've got that right. Anyway, before I had a
0: chance to speak, Toby and Oreo grabbed me, very roughly mind, and rubbed canteen pepper into my neck and cheeks. I cried out in pain and anguish until Vatongan stopped me by placing his hand across my mouth. The Tongan, he said.
1: <laughs> uh, listen up, Crispin, and don't piss your pants like you did when we went to see the Lego movie. Oreo retorted. Ha ha ha. Do we still have the wind on this? No, bit? it's only for Crispin. Right. Oh, ha ha. Lord Vatongan, it's how you say a fucking mentalist. I love it. The <laughs> Tongan continued. We don't like you anymore, Crispin. We think you're a potential knobhead. So it's our intention to make your life a misery so you leave this club. Now hand over your Yodler membership card, your Yodler keyring, and your Yodler cash clip. Crispin. Well, what was I to do, Harry? I handed them over,
0: and now I need your protection from them. I need you to take me under your wing. Help me, Harry. You're my only hope.
1: Well, I must say their behaviour is very alarming and very disconcerting. No wonder you have been playing like you're wearing a heavily soiled nappy. I will have to ask the rest of the gang. So Harry calls the Whitehearts back into the office. Right, Crispin, tell the gang your upsetting story that you have just told me. But before he has a chance to speak, the door of the station cupboard opens and out jumps Fatongan. <laughs> Ha-ha, Whitehearts, I have breached your security systems like a clever bastard and I've heard everything. We're were right about you all along, Crispin. You're a sneaky papa. Fatongan grabs Crispin by his neck and lifts him off his feet. If you think these English lads can protect you, then you really are a skateboard fanny. <laughs> Quick, Debbie, says Harry. The scissors! <laughs> Debbie thrusts the scissors into the Tongan's side, handle first, and nicks his own palm on the blade. <laughs> Bloody hell, boss! That's a pack of shit method! <laughs> Don't pack a shit me, Deborah! Winksy, the scissors! <laughs> Winksy slides the scissors across the table and they fall at the Tongan's feet.
2: Shit, sorry, boss! I forgot not to do that! I'm just a pack of shit! <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself, Wingsy. You're not a pack of shit. You've got to believe. Eric, throw your scissors at him. But, but you,
1: you s- said... Fuck's sake, Eric, you pack of shit. You, oh, God, do I have to do everything myself? At which point Harry climbed onto the desk, leapt into the air and brought his magic chin hard down on Vatongan's head. He collapsed into a heap on the floor. Crispin... Thank thank you, Harry. Thank you, Whitehearts.
0: I will endeavour to serve you well if you will have me amongst your number.
1: Well, what do you say, gang? Can you join us? He's very much in a pickle with a cream horn on top to boot. Those who agree, say aye. 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 Then Eric. Aye. (laughs) We are the Whitehearts. (laughs) Feel Feel our ferocious ferocious heat. (laughs) By the way, Crispin, why is that annoying noise we hear every time you speak a bit like wind passing over a poodle's handbag?
2: Oh bollocks! Sorry,
0: that's my feelings.
1: G- gangs of the EPL. <laughs>
3: Definitely enhanced with the wind sound effect there.
1: Well, it but needs
3: something, didn't it? Looking forward to editing all of those in. Oh shit, I've caused you
1: techie problems. Oh,
3: it'll be
4: alright. Hello, I'm the Secret Soccer Superstar, here with more tales and secrets about what it's really like to be a football player. These days, the modern footballers are all dead rich and they get to buy loads of stuff with their spending money. You've probably seen them on Instagram showing off their cars, their clothes and their camping equipment. I can say for a fact that there's a very well-known centre-back duo at one of the top, top Premier League clubs and one of them's got his own oil rig, while the other one has got his own oil refinery. They make extra cash by selling buckets of petrol to their teammates every Monday morning after training. Of course, it was all very different back when I was a player. I really wanted one of them outdoor telephones for me garden, like Officer Dibble had on Topcat so I had to save up my spending money for a whole year till I finally got one. Trouble was that it was installed by a baddie, and every time I used it, I got an electric shock. I couldn't afford to get it mended, so I just had to put up with it. Different times, I suppose. (laughs) That's
3: about all we've got time for. I've got some names for you to choose from. Go on then go. quickly. Hefty Nicholson. Don't know anything about him. Q here for Silver Shoes. Don't mm. know anything about him. Gentle Raymond. A um, little bit of info. He lives in a local authority terraced house in the northeast with the surviving members of Banana No, no, no
2: week. thank you. I no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I've go, got I, to go. I've got to go to London on the mega bus because uh, we're going to start a podcast and you've got to go and fill a form Andrew, in, I'm in I'm London.
1: Off. All right, Andrew. See ya. <laughs>